0: Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum Podcast, where each episode, we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode, we have Netflix 217th film from 2020. It's the Italian drama Ultras. It's directed by Francesco Lettieri. It stars Anello Arena. Ciro Narco, and Simone Borelli. I'm Jesse, and I am writing solo for this international feature. So, if you haven't seen Ultras, and you're interested in the world game of football, um, especially the Italian perspective, and you haven't seen it, give us a pause now, because I'm going to spoil this film, talk all about it, about the scenes I liked, and the themes, and the ideas. So, that's your warning, because I'm going to lead into the fast flicks, where we do a quick summary of what the film is all about. So, this one is about an old gang leader reflecting on life and what change can bring while trying to ensure the youth don't follow his same path. Intriguing, I like that one, I'm happy with that one. So if that intrigues you, give this film a check out. International films, often hard to find out anything about how it ended up on Netflix. So um, this one realistically, the background for the title ultras is that, that's the Italian word for soccer hooligans or football hooligans. Uh, the film does state early on that all the groups in this are fictitious, um, but apparently, so this is set in Napoli, and apparently the ultras of Napoli do have wives who have had to gone into hiding um, a year prior to the release of this film because of the activities of these gangs. So, um, you know, probably pretty close to home for a lot of people, uh, some of the depictions of things that happen in this film Uh the, in this film is also known in Italy as um, the the title Beyond the Result because I think as I've sort of touched on this this film is more than just a game, it's it's about how much sport can impact people, um especially the sport of football. This was released on Netflix in Italy on the 9th of March 2020, before the rest of the world on the 20th of March of 2020. It's filmed in and around Napoli and Rome in Italy. It was nominated at the Italian National Syndicate of Film Journalists for the best song for the song We Come From Napoli. So um, one of the the songs in this film obviously has been recognized as being a good song. This film, how is it being seen by critics and audiences around the world? Not a lot of people have seen it. Uh, If we start with Rotten Tomatoes, it, it sits as fresh on five reviews at 60%. Audience has it a bit lower, down on 40%, uh, which is less than 50 ratings though. On IMDB, it sits at a solid 6.2 out of 10, bit over 5,000 ratings. Um, and then Letterboxd, it sits at a 2.8 out of 5 on nearly 3,000 ratings. So very small sample size of people have seen this film. But hopefully me talking about this one now might get some people on board to watch it because for my early thoughts, I, I really enjoyed this. It, it reminded me of a film called Green Street, Street Hooligans, um, if you've seen that film. But I think that this was, it was highly effective in showing a side of life that happens with sport that can be foreign to a lot of people, the passion about sport and how people feel. So, um, highly recommend this one, but let's get into it and let's talk about the characters. And this, this film is about Sandro. Sandro is our main, main character. He has been banned from every soccer game, um, he has to sign in at a police station to verify his whereabouts to make sure he's not at any games every time there's a game on. Uh, he's a man who gets what he wants, though. Um, he's the leader of the Apaches, which are which are the followers of the the Napoli football club. But you know, he's obviously been the lead of this group for such a long time that he's sort of. This story is about him losing that passion, the passion that is often seen with violence um masculinity all of this stuff that he's sort of considering and thinking on and reflecting on and and he's feeling a little bit old maybe he wants to settle down he wants to find love um and there's a character terry who sort of uh gives him that that idea and it's time to step away from from all these things but unfortunately in the past he, he does feel a bit of guilt about the death of one of um, the members of this group who um, is Angelo's brother, who I'll talk about in a second. Um, So he sort of takes on this mentorship of Angelo, who's the younger, he sees almost as the younger version of himself to guide him away from the violence and the crime of this group. And if we talk about Angelo, you know, this is a young kid, um, hasn't experienced a lot of the world. He's focused on the here and the now, um, girls, sex, friends, and trying to find his way on, on how to turn into a man. Um, he hasn't had a father-like figure in his life, and that's almost where we see Sandra trying to step in. Um, and his mother doesn't seem like a, a responsible caregiver or a mentor either, because she seems to have a rotation of men through her house and, and cares very little about what he does. Um, so the connection and the mentorship that Sandra tries to to show, um, you know, it probably could have been done a little bit better, but it was still impactful. We still got the idea of what was trying to happen with these characters. Um, the other characters are all sort of, I guess, members of this this hooligan group, and um, I guess Gabiano, sort of this hothead with tattoos, he seems to be revved up all the time, and and um, Baraba is the, the the old leader of the Apache, and, and he's sort of the the guy that's sort of facing the crew from the younger people in the group that that want to um, get up and about and, and take ownership and control of the you know the the youth for this group. Um, I mentioned Terry before; she's sort of the The girl sidetrack for Sandro. Um, Not a lot to say about her, really. So I'll talk about the director, Francesco Letteri. Eight directing credits, all music video clips except this film, which is his debut. He did have a film from 2021, which was a Sky original in Italy called Lovely Boy. I'm super keen to check that one out um, based on my enjoyment of this film. Um, Time to talk about the scenes. Some scenes in this one that I enjoyed. I think And I'm going to talk about this a fair bit. The camera work in this film is so good. Really, really good highlight of this film for me. Um, And I think the opening scene where it tracks Sandro arriving at this wedding and the cult-like status that he holds amongst the men, it was done so well through the camera work. So that was a highlight for me. I think, even though, as I said before, it's set up as fictional they do use all this real life footage of football or soccer violence and riots. And it sort of puts you in the world straight away. So you know that this stuff actually happens It makes it more believable, makes this film feel real. Um, There's a scene in a cafe again, where the camera work, there's men sitting at this table having a discussion with the the game, the audio of the game in the background. And you sort of, the camera just sort of pan roll sideways the whole whole time across the table. It's just such a good technique to use. Um, there's, there's a scene again where Sandra and Angelo are in a in house, they're playing FIFA on a video game system, they're eating and the camera just goes outside the building from window to window. Just a really cool effect. Um, again, <laughs> these are all sort of revolving around the use of the camera I guess, but Sandra and Angelo are making this huge big banner that says Wild Spirit and the camera sort of goes up high. Above them, sort of cranes out, and then sort of pans out across the water as they talk. Just, just made you feel like you're alive and in this world. Um, Again, (laughs) I didn't realize that all of these scenes revolve around the camera work. But there's a there's this scene where Sandra is at work at this this spa, this mud spa place that he works at, and he's having this conversation with with Terry. But the camera sort of focuses on the foreground. Of, of these other men that are, and everyone else that are there, while well, well, Terry and Sandro are having this conversation in the background that we can hear. So that was really cool. Um, an acting performance that was good in this. Sandro is performing or you know, giving, delivering this speech, sort of having a go at the younger ones of this group about not listening to the directions of the group or the unity. It was just really powerful, um, how much say and sway he has for this group. Um, Keep moving again. Another really good performance or part of Sandro was this discussion he has with um, Barbara about getting old and being sick of this environment and this climate. It was just felt real. Um, again, there's there's this montage um, after this big fight, this big brawl, and there's this guy playing a guitar and it just updates you on where all the characters are at. It was done really nicely. Um, and the last thing I'll touch on, there's this abandoned house that, that Sandro takes Terry to. Um, and then you know, he talks about wanting to retire here, having, having an ocean view. And then this is a spoiler, so I have given a spoiler, alert, but um, at the end, there's there's a funeral. And after the funeral, the the camera leaves the funeral and travels out a long way to arrive at this place that, that we'd seen Sandro take Terry to. And it's this idea of what could have been just such a great ending to the film. So um, is there any, some things that possibly I didn't like? There's, there's this fat kid that is constantly having hatred and, Repeated bullying towards him. I um, didn't like that. Did, I don't know. Don't know if it was needed. Um, Sandro and Terry, when they get together and, and have sex for the first time, um, it sort of showed that they were both rash, but it was a really weird dialogue. Uh, so that was a little bit weird. I think Angelo and his mates, there's a lot of derogatory. Commentary around young girls that they're interested in. I'm not sure that that was needed. I mean, obviously we understand how young and and um, immature he is, but I don't know if we needed that. And and the only other thing was there's this moment where Angelo sort of turns to drugs for a moment, and there's sort of this drug and fuel trance moment, which I'm not sure we needed to see him sort of dabble back towards that because it didn't really add anything at all to to where he was at at that current time in this film. All right, what what are some themes and some ideas in this film and the idea of masculinity is, is definitely here. That idea of this love of sport and like where are the boundaries between real life, your, your brotherhood and, and, you know, how much do you need to prove that you're a man through your love of sport it's very interesting because sport is is a big idea in this and the passion the commitment the emotion especially for, for the people in this film loving the azuri which is which is the blue team napoli they love them more than anything in the world sport is life and death to some people as well so where where are those boundaries between life and sport um and death and there's this commentary, too, about respecting elders, respecting culture in the past. And there's this mixing pot of youth wanting to do what they want to do without sort of understanding or reflecting on the the impact of their actions or the consequences that they may face, sort of rejecting what has come before them. And, uh, you know, great, great little idea there, there too. And, and as well, we've got gang culture, like can people be saved from these situations can angelo go on to live a life away from from crime and violence and you know the idea of the pull of the group the pull of leaders the pull of people you look up to how hard is it to escape that pull that that type of life um and we see through um through sandra as well age like reflecting on where you are in life working out what your priorities are um where do you want to go from here um and as well italian society too we've got you know the parts of, Italy away from the tourist traps, the the working class. You know, we often see the Colosseum, we see the leaning tower of Pisa, we see people eating pizza and, and all the things that tourists do, but you know, for the working class they need something to connect with life and in this case, in this scenario, that it's manhood, it's being masculine and your love of sport. So um, very interesting take on this film. I think, um, as I've mentioned with most of my scenes, that my takeaways from this, are the camera work and the cinematography, top notch. There are there so many times that I was just enthralled in the, the camera moving to tell the story. It was just done so well. Um, I think looking at the ending it probably was really obvious where it was going to go, but I still didn't see it coming exactly the way it did. So I appreciated that, that it sort of got me. A lot of people probably won't get them at all, but for me, that ending did get me. Um, Question time. I've got any questions that I wanted to ask. I think, um, you know, this is me just pondering them a little bit, but would there be a need for groups like this to to show such violence if they weren't met with such aggression from law enforcement in return? Um, If it was ignored, would... Would, would the violence sort of settle down and go away if, if there weren't, weren't people blocking them all the time? I'm not sure. I'm not pushing for people to be violent, but if the, the violence from the law enforcement is just as extreme, it might almost lead to some of these groups being violent themselves. Um, and the last pondering sort of thing, I guess, is Angelo. We, we see him at the end um, with Terry. Like, does he leave this group and change his future? Does, does the work um, that we've seen throughout this film, um from Sandro, Does it work? Does he decide, hey, I'm gonna give up on this at a young age, or unfortunately is he gonna be indoctrinated into into this group for life? Um dunno, I don't have an answer because it's a tough one. I you know, you, you the hopeful part of you wants you to think that uh, he's gonna be all right. is gonna move on and realize life's there's more to life than this, but dunno, we don't know. Um and that's a great way to end the film. Um and a good way for me to sort of sum this up. I think like I've said the camera works, impressive Performances are believable. Sort of a touching story for me too. Even if at times it is highly masculated, I think it's worth a watch. And I think I'm super keen to check out more work from the director Latery. So I'm giving this a three out of five. Recommend this film. Um, We have socials: Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I want to put a question out there: Do you have a sporting team that you're this passionate about? Uh, I don't. I'm definitely passionate about sport. I've got my basketball teams, my football teams. But I would never jump in at a at a level of the, the, the passion that we see, I guess, um from from the men in this film. It's it's almost like a religion um, is how passionate they are about this. So yeah, it's a tough one. Um <laughs> thank you for, for hanging around we're back next week with another film from 2020 it's another international film it's the spanish thriller called the occupant this one's directed by david and alex pastor it stars javier Guterres, mario casa and bruna Cuzzi. so that's what we've got next week if you're keen on checking out a spanish thriller watch that one before then um other than that check out ultras if you haven't seen it i think it's worth a watch and i'll see you next week